everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Elements of a Great Adventure podcast. I forgot what we were called for a second. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we really get into today's adventure, I've got two questions for you guys. It's been about three months since our last, like, since in universe time, it's been three months since you beat the... Oh, frick, what was that called? What was that demon? The demon Orcus? Orcus, yeah. It's or- It's been about three Giant months Orcus. since you've beat... Beaten Orcus about three months since you've been living in faith. Uh, what have you What have you guys been up to? What have you been doing? And have you guys been spending time together, like getting to know each other as a team? I, for one, have been searching for, I guess, magical ways to teleport someone to other places or whatever, but to no avail because I can't read the books. Uh, oh. I can't find anyone to help me. Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Githri, Rael? Did I give that vowel a name last episode? I can't remember. I Did you write it down? No, I just have vowel. <laughs> That's his name. There it is. Give him a new name. And then you'll just edit it into the previous episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I can if you want. Um, we still got to month or so i think before we get there i didn't write down what i got i got a giant dog you got a great dane if i remember correctly yeah Yeah. i i have been spending a a lot of time with jane my best friend nurturing our relationship training her up nice and good hold on i i got the great dane oh you got a dog you could ride right you got a kit you got like a a smaller dog like a carrier Bloodhound? I didn't uh, actually write it down. I wrote dog. I, got, <laughs> I, got, I said whatever the biggest dog she had was, which I don't know what that ended up being. Which I do I do know for sure. You got a Great Dane. Okay. You got a foul. That sounds right. I, I feel like you got some sort of hunting dog. We'll, like just, a, assu- we'll just say that. A Bloodhound? Sure. Does I'm it so sorry. matter it's, the type of dog? I don't think so. I mean, somebody might tweet us one day and be like, why does dog change breeds? Because it's been it a month and a half. There. It got retconned. We forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, and is Jane your foul? Yes, it is. Okay, great. Kithri? Uh, so, so Kithri has been mostly um, hanging out at the forge. Oh, yeah? Working on her forging skills uh, with actual masters in the business. Not that she... Hadn't, you know, been a skilled forger in the first place, but being in somewhere so amazing as Faith in one of the best forges she's ever come into contact with, she is just learning and soaking it all up. Nice. Uh, And when she's not doing that, she's uh, trying to train her her war mount now, her Great Dane Okay. named Dane. Great Dane named Dane. I love it. I will try and remember to write those names down somewhere. <laughs> okay. We're going to do just some uh, individual scenes here real quick. Um, Kithri, you are standing alone in total darkness. You have no idea where you are or what's happening. And from... The darkness 
you hear some cackling. <laughs> and you can tell something is getting closer. And from the shadows appears a drider. And I'm gonna need you to roll initiative. You're really gonna make me do this. You gonna explain for those at home what a drider is? Yes, a drider is a horrifying centaur, but instead of a horse, it's a spider. Yep. And I have no idea how that works because bugs, the abdomen, they've got a hard shell on the outside, and people have a soft out, a soft outside. I don't know how they connect, but they do. Um, what Male you or get? female? I got a 16. They, they're female. So uh, you, <laughs> this is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It, um... Yeah, I killed that thing in Doom 3. <laughs> <laughs> you... Also, the Grim Reaper's, like, girlfriend in Bill and Mandy. Remember that? Oh. No. Oh. Yeah. Flashback <laughs> to a traumatizing no. episode. <laughs> Um, oh, I, yeah, I didn't even think about what she did in the ugh, yucky. I just remember that they kissed. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jamaica, my heart go boom. Mostly. Anyways, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, everything's a little a little off. Like, obviously, being in complete darkness is a little unnerving, but even looking at the drider, it's, it seems blurry, as if maybe it wasn't there, but it is. Hmm. Uh, what's your what's your initiative? Sixteen. Sixteen. Ooh, that was close. It got a fifteen. Oh, see, I heard cackling and I was immediately on edge. Too many people <laughs> trying to make fun of me recently for being short and a woman. So, no. As as it gets closer, it's it starts twitching <laughs> as if it was fighting against its own body. Oh. And it charges at you. What do you do? Uh, <laughs> so is, hold on. Is the cackling coming from this creature? Yes, it's like laughing. Okay. Hmm. Menacingly? <laughs> it's having a great time. Okay. <laughs> you get the sense it definitely wants to kill you. Lovely. How far away from me is it? Uh, at this point, we'll say about 30 feet. Hmm. And it is charging oh how tall is it <laughs> um Jerry. we'll say probably about eight or nine feet oh like like from its legs to its spider so the, abdomen how tall mm, probably about half that maybe about four to five okay so just a little bit taller than me yeah. all right all right neat um Hmm. Sorry, this is just gonna take me one second. I gotta read all my stuff just to make sure I've got this right. All right. I am gonna dash towards it. Okay. And dive underneath it, and try to bring my gri my uh, short sword up through its spider abdomen. Okay. Because I can move through spaces of creatures larger than me. Gotcha. Uh, you wanna roll your attack? Yes. Oh my goodness, it has been so long. So. And this is bigger than me, so I'll get a plus one. 16. That does not hit. Oh, goody. All right. 
Um, I rolled a 16, and that was not enough to hit. That was not. Did you have a bonus on your weapon? Was it was it close, though? <laughs> not to hit for damage. But I gotcha. can expend a superiority die to add to the hit. Uh, that is up to you if you want to or not. Okay. Uh, BN. I don't like are we doing attunement to weapons? No. Okay. No. I'm not going to make you guys worry about that. Okay. Unless you want to. Unless you feel like there's a story you want to tell through that. Nah. <laughs> it's not good. I'm going to do the superiority die, and I'm going to do precision attack. When you make a weapon attack roll against a creature, you can expend a superiority superiority die to add to the roll. You can use this maneuver before or after making the attack roll. Okay. But before the effects of the attack are applied. Gotcha. So, I'm gonna add a d8. Which is an 8. So, 24? Yes. That hits. It better have <laughs> hit. If a 24 didn't hit, I'm like, this isn't happening. I'm gonna die. Okay, so... Cool. Use my short sword, which is a d6 of piercing. So that'll be a 10. Okay. Okay. You jab the sword right into its abdomen, and it rears up on its back four legs and shrieks in pain. And then it brings one of its legs right down on top of you. Mm. For 23. Okay. Against armor class. <laughs> okay. Wait, 23 to hit or 23 damage? 23 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. Uh, against a 17? Yeah. That's uh, that's going to happen. And... <laughs> Don't hit me for 23, please. <laughs> I'll survive, but, like, I won't survive twice. <laughs> oh, no, that's a lot of rolls. Am I going to die? <laughs> all right all right all right all right it's, it's 46 fine. damage uh yeah you killed me yeah and the, uh that's me dead yeah the leg impales right through the middle of your body and everything goes dark wayne you wow. again are you just like kithri are standing in complete and total darkness and the ground begin begins to shake just a little and out of the darkness comes a 10-foot giant, but something's not right. It's like half ghost, half person. It's as if a body had been ripped up inside of a ghost, and the two were melded together to form this grotesque creature. Hmm. And it just roars at you. And let's roll initiative. Nine. I got a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> you start stunned. I'm kidding. No. He falls over. All right. Um. And again, things are just a little, little blurry. Like something's not right. Okay. Um. Well, seeing as I don't have too too many options i'm going to take my heavy crossbow which is a 1d 10 and 
and I'm going to try to shoot at some of the solid mass. Okay. So here's my attack roll. Um, that's 18. That does not hit. Bruh. Is a nat 20 hit? <laughs> okay. Kylie got a 24 on hers. Um, hold on. Never mind. My extra actions are not attacks. Okay. The arrow <laughs> flies. It does pass. It does hit the giant, but it passes through some of the astral matter. And it walks up to you and slams a giant club on your head. I don't get a, any kind of uh, attempt roll to dodge. Mm, sure. Yeah. Do a dexterity roll. Dexterity, okay. And we'll contest my hit. 17? Ooh, I rolled a nat 20, baby. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes right down on top of you for... Stop rolling dice. <laughs> Please don't, this is a dream sequence. You just rolled six times. 36. Yeah, I'm toast. Can you put in that sound bite like the... <laughs> <laughs> I will try and remember it. Like coconut crack sound from Spongebob. Rael. You yeah. are standing alone in utter darkness. <clears throat> and from the shadows walks out a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait a sec. He gets a man? Hey, back up. This my man. This one's about to be the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he kind of looks at you and he grins and he says, uh, I typically prefer humans, but you will do. And he pulls out a knife and runs towards you. <laughs> Roll initiative. All right. Is there a mod? Yeah. 12. Oh, I got a 13. Oh, that sucks. Okay. Do, do I have to roll initiative if I just run away? <laughs> yes, because that would be your action. Yeah. Sorry, okay. bestie. Okay. He runs up. It's a 18 hit? No. Okay. Yes, it does. It does. Oh. <laughs> I trusted you. This is this whole relationship has got to be built on honesty. <laughs> and he pulls out a knife and goes for the throat. Uh, I would <laughs> like to, I don't know, try to do some sick Neo move and like bend under it. <laughs> Wait, so I don't get an attempt to dodge? Sure. That's, that's we'll what I said. I wanted to... I, I was in the middle of rolling damage already. I just wanted to get through it. But uh -oh. yeah, we can con we can do a contest here. Okay, dex? Yeah. That's fine. What'd you it's get? A, it's a seven. Oh, I got an eight. These wait, have been wait, wait. so close. Seven. Oh, do you get a bonus? Are you... No, you're not. Oh. Wait. What... <laughs> Do you consider this a survival roll? No. I'm trying to survive. <laughs> I think not. Um, and he successfully lands his blade on your throat. 
Cool. But he doesn't slit it all the way through, and he pushes you to the ground, and you watch as he begins to carve little chunks of meat off your body and eat it raw. That's yucky. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's your Dungeon Master, Elijah Munden. I just have a couple quick things to say, and then I will let you get back to the rest of the episode. First, I just want to plug our Twitter. It is Elements of a Great Adventure, or the actual at is at Elements underscore Great. Make sure to follow us there so you don't miss any important announcements. Also, if you want to actually be a part of the show, you can send in name or item suggestions. I've got a lot of really fun things planned in terms of like shops and characters i would really love for you guys to actually get to be a part of that then i want to shout out raul alvarez for the use of our theme song and shiboru for the amazing cover art they did for us i'm really pleased with both of their work if you're interested in buying any content from them there's links to their fiverr page in the episode description anyway i'll let you get back to the episode now but thanks again for listening wake up <laughs> good and um individually you see sven is at your window and he telepathically tells you the king would like to see you in the palace and flies away who's sven <laughs> sven the, is the king's dragon right yeah, yeah. the his pseudo dragon. dragon oh okay <laughs> i don't remember Lilithana's dragon's name, though. Twas Hank. Hank. Twas Hank. <laughs> okay, so you've all been summoned to the palace. All right. On our way, I'm going to lean over because, because you know, Rael's kind of pissed off all the spider people <laughs> that we've come into contact with so far. And I literally fought a spider person. So I'm going to lean over and be like, hey. Dude, you know anything about this nightmare I had? Don't look at me, lady. I had a rough night, too. Eyes forward. Keep walking. <laughs> oh, Frank. I blame you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I got a bit of a headache and a crick in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you arrive in the palace and Gerald welcomes you. Hello, my friends. It has been too long. How have you been enjoying your stay in faith? It's been good. Good. Pretty great until now. Oh, yeah? What, uh, what happened? The worst night of my life. Seems about right. Well, we, uh, we've got a lot going on, but maybe uh, once you guys get back, you can fill me in on what happened. So, I have just a few things I need to talk with you about. Uh, first and foremost, the Great Old One has summoned Lilithana to the Void. I don't know why, I don't know for how long, but she is gone. Well, probably safe. The Great Old One's pretty cool, I, th I think, but... 
gone? Like she's not coming back? I I don't know. I really don't. But apparently it was some important mission. She just had to be taken away. For, for those of you who don't know what that smack just was, Zeke just <laughs> kicked the snot out of the table. Yeah. <laughs> He's so broken up about Lilithana. <laughs> Why? The great old one. You Why? took her too soon. I loved, I loved her eldritch blasts. <laughs> I guess that's what you, what you can expect from someone whose initials are goo. The great old one. <laughs> That's wow. okay, just wait, call him Goo from now on. The Goo. Uh, I, I, I would imagine a little lightning bolt just shoots out of nowhere and hits you on the ear. The great old one is one of the most powerful deities in our realm of existence. Let's maybe not piss it off. <laughs> um. Now, I do have some exciting news. I have gifts for each of you. Ragnon, and as he says that, <laughs> a some doors open, and you see the head of the Ethereal Forge, the giant dwarf, walk out carrying three large boxes. Yes. And he hands one to each of you. And the king says, Ragnon has worked very hard on these weapons for you. And before you open them, you need to know that these will be soul-bound weapons. And he puts his hand out, and as you've seen him do many times before, his sword appears out of thin air. These weapons, if you choose to accept it, will be forever attached to you. And no matter where you are, you will be able to summon them to you. Didn't you say we weren't doing attunement? Isn't this the same thing? Mm, no. no. Okay, Atonement's sorry. like, there might be like a curse or something that you have to go through this process to um, free it so you can like use the weapon or okay. else there's like a negative effect. Okay. Sorry. I was just smiling. No, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, bruh, <laughs> did you just straight up lie to me? I'll, I'm the DM. I'll lie as much as I need to. <laughs> um. And Ragnon opens the boxes, and Rael in front of you stands a, or I guess it's lays a long sword, Kithri, a whip, and Wayne, a mace. Oh, yeah. Do you accept these gifts? Hmm. <laughs> yes. 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 Great. <laughs> Ragnar kind of looks at Kithri and is like, I worked really hard on this one. <laughs> all right, all right. I, tr I trust you. Yes. And I took blood samples last night. <laughs> <laughs> you grab the weapons and you are each stricken with immeasurable pain. <laughs> you all kind of fall to the ground and the king... Bends down, kind of gets on a knee, and he's like, I'm really sorry. I try not to warn people because it's a very painful process. <laughs> I think it's better to just go into it. Um, it'll pass. It'll pass. This is so much worse <laughs> than my dream last night. <laughs> 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 this is real life. <laughs> you see why I 
hesitated. <laughs> I've been working with this man in this forge for a very long time now. It feels like somebody made me swallow a sword and slap me on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and slowly but surely, the pain does fade and you all get up. How... how how are you feeling? No. <laughs> Don't ask that question to me. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Kitri is staring off with a subtle eye twitch. Just just slightly wings. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm all right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne said, I'm fine. And Gerald says, I. it was the same way when I got my sword but when you need them most they will always be there and he walks up and sits on his throne and he says i have your first mission you guys you ready do you think uh well can you guys swim no we need the light uh not very quickly Rael? yeah i can swim wayne yes perfect uh, the merfolk of the Silver Sanctuary have requested our aid. I don't know all of the details, but it's some sort of transport mission. They would not tell me what it is, but it is incredibly important to them. So, uh, I'm sending you guys underwater. Um, but you will each receive a cap of water breathing and a strength potion that will hopefully make this a little bit easier of a process. This journey should take you roughly about four or five days. The potion should last about that long. I will send extras just in case. <laughs> um, so the way it's going to work is you will get a ship they will take you out to a location where the merfolk have given us and you will meet up with a group of them who will then transport you to the silver sanctuary any questions works for me all right wait we got a cap of water breathing and a strength potion and a strength potion which will just help negate the fact that you're under water <laughs> so we're just not um also you will need to use the seal to prove that i have sent you that you're not just some random group of people who showed up in their waters <laughs> and um we're gonna head to the bay now but uh there's like i mentioned a ship there for you it was built specifically for your group and um be thinking of names. I'm going to let the three of you name it. Don't have to tell me now, but maybe by the time you get back from this mission. That, that work for you guys? I'm sorry, are you ship? giving us a ship? I'm giving you a ship. <gasps> ship time. <laughs> Boat. Boat. <laughs> ship name Boat. <laughs> yes, there is a ship for all of you. Not a ship apiece, a ship to share. <laughs> I love Boat. Now, um, Rael, Kithri, if you don't have any questions, I would like to have a moment alone with Wayne. Okay, we'll just go s try to figure out what we're going to name the ship, I guess. Okay. And 
Gerald walks towards you, Wayne, and he says, "I've been um, I've been looking into that map. I uh, it needs it needs something. It's I don't know what, but it needs some some either essence or material to." Activate it. I don't know what, but hopefully this will give you some sort of a lead. You still have it, right? Correct. Okay. And then also, I wanted to give you this. And he pulls out what appears to be two very long handcuffs. And he says, these are dimensional shackles. I know that you don't want to kill anyone, and I really do respect that, but... I know from experience there are some enemies that just need to be dealt with and this will give you an opportunity. If you ever find someone too dangerous to be left alive and you don't want to kill them, you can put these shackles on them and it will teleport them to another dimension where only you will have the power to bring them back. Well, thank you. I really do think you are, I think it's an honorable route, the one you're taking. Shall we go to the bay? I believe we shall. Okay. And they walk out of the palace and run into you two, and you make your way to the bay. Way to the bay. <laughs> any any questions for Gerald on, on the walk there? Anything you guys want to discuss amongst yourselves? As I'm sure you've known i uh i've been researching for different teleportation methods and ways to get out so to speak just away well you probably have noticed that i act very oddly to different situations because i don't know what i'm doing here <laughs> well i'm just letting you know now that i've about lost all hope for that so i'm just gonna try to help as much as i can here and live out my days here I just thought I'd let y'all know that before we go underwater for a very long period of time. <laughs> because I don't know if uh, I'll want to speak after this. Because, actually, you know, there was a joke I was thinking of. This is out of character. There's a joke I was thinking of, but I completely lost it just now. So Aww. let's just drop that. I started saying that. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> good to have you. You know, solid addition to the Forgotten Realms. We're one Wayne better in this world. Yeah, just one Wayne pat, better. Pat, pat, they're, they're there, buddy. It's, yeah. Also, it's we're just gonna say Wayne. We're gonna drop the other part. <laughs> you can't sue us <laughs> because also it's just easier to say one syllable than but three. Wayne. That's fair. Wayne, Mine. with no other name. Could change it to an just R and it'd be Wayne. Rain. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay. I'll uh, walk walk up to Gerald and kind of slap him to get his attention on his I don't know where I am is he on his horse no oh. just walking with you then I'll just like pat him on the shoulder or something hey man <laughs> <laughs> hey what's so, good what's uh, Gucci my gamers <laughs> ah. so, so these soulbound weapons right you're telling me that I can just toss this thing wherever I want mm-hmm and how do I summon it back? Just put your hand out and imagine you wanting it back. Like, imagine it in your hand, and it will be there. Okay. Kithri's going to pipe up with a question. Go ahead. Hey, um, so, so, like, 
It's like, can you tell us more about these weapons, or are we going to have to figure it out ourselves? Really, out of character, um, the whip right now is a 1d4 slashing, the longsword is a 1d8 slashing, two-handed, and the mace is a 1d6 bludgeoning. Um, but you can use the ethereal forge to upgrade these as much as you want. Um, and Wayne, if you want to basically combine your two maces, you can talk to Ragnon and he might be able to help you out with that. Like basically taking the magical effects of the Mesa Terror, if you want. Or be... just have two terrifying maces, one in each hand. I may, I may do that just for conciseness. Yeah. That was in character and you were talking to me out of character, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, so they're basically just what they are yeah. in the, in the Right now. Store. I wanted to leave them as like a blank slate so you guys could upgrade them however you wanted. Okay. Turn them into your dream weapon. Um, but in character, uh, Gerald says, really they're what they are. It's, it is a whip, a sword, a mace, but they are forever bound to you. And... Like I said, when you need them most, they will always be there. Not, not that I would be doing this, but can you summon these soul weapons inside of other beings? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> if you've got to summon it to you, but I guess if you timed it right and they were in the right yeah. position, like if oh, you've yeah. got your hand out uh -huh. to someone's body and you summon the sword or the mace, it will form inside them. My thoughts, exactly. As a pacifist, you may not want to do that. I, I, I started with, I wasn't going to do this. Maybe. Rael, on the other he's hand. He's giving us <laughs> ideas is what he's doing. I decided to say this out loud because uh, there's some wild hogs out there. You could do that to a hog, yeah. And replace the spine of a hog. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Like, hey there, boy. Okay, you approach the ship, or I'm sorry. You approach the bay, and before you stands, or I guess I should say floats, a beautiful boat. Uh, it's smaller than many of the large seafaring vessels you've seen before, but it appears big enough to comfortably fit maybe 50 people. Uh, there are cannons sitting on the deck, as well as several openings in the hull for more cannons to shoot from. Um, but as you get closer, the masts begin to open. And instead of sails, a large envelope begins to form. Which is the technical term? I did the research on this. Envelope is actually the part of the blimp that makes it fly. The big thing that holds oh, the big the big air balloon is a envelope. We have envelope. a flying the, ship. The like outside no. is called an envelope. There's a lot of other stuff uh -huh. inside that actually makes it fly, but that's the term for like the outside coding. Sorry, I know that's confusing, oh. but I wanted to like get it right. That's wild. Okay, so can I just say I am imagining airmail. Uh, it's no, <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's uh, it's the ship from uh, oh, what's it called? Doodle? Stardust. Is the ship from oh, Stardust? Yes. That is exactly what I'm imagining. Oh, right yeah, now. I forgot about that. It's but a yeah, train it's, it's like the top of a blimp on an actual boat. That's wild. 
and this is your ship. Oh, that's so exciting. They do it in Dougal. No, the train is is also on the boat in Dougal. I've never seen Dougal. It's a British movie. Well, I you're a British this. movie. Why it's Got him. Whoa. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, Sean. But standing outside of the ship, you see eight people. And Gerald walks forward, and he kind of turns around and looks at you, and he says, this will be your crew. And on one side, you see four ASMR with glowing white wings. It says, these will be your guards. Their main purpose is protecting the ship above all else. They're not really there to help you with your missions, but if anything happens while on the ship, they will aid you. Then he walks forward and you see uh, an elf and a dwarf. And he says, these are the engineers. Their job is uh, keeping you guys in the air. And then lastly, there is a human man with a sloth on his shoulder, kind of like hanging off his arm. And he says, this is the librarian and your captain Hmm. the librarian's job is to keep you informed uh you will each receive a sending stone i will also have one and you can communicate with him and just kind of if you have any questions while on mission they can help you out Uh, we do have a massive library built on the ship so they have access to a lot of knowledge i was gonna say countless but can't fit countless knowledge on a boat that's a big boat (laughs) and then he points to the captain the sloth the sloth oh yes he says this is wardell they are the captain of this ship their job is to get you from place to place and uh also you should just probably know this is very advanced technology we don't want it getting in our enemy's hands if something happens Wardell's bringing the ship down. In that case, you'll each receive a potion of feather falling, so maybe you don't have to go down with it, but it is very important that our enemies do not get this technology. So wait, we have a potion of feather falling right now? Yes, you receive one at the boat. Okay. This is for... The boat is going down. Wardell has told you they can't save the ship. You gotta get out. Okay, but, like, does Wardell speak common? Wardell does speak common. (gasps) And he kind of slowly brings his paw claw up. (laughs) He says, hello. (laughs) It is very nice to meet you. We are the rest of the Knights of the Realm. We have worked very hard on getting this ship ready for you. Did you say there was a cook? <gasps> nope. He omitted the cook. There is no cook. We must okay. cook for ourselves. Just making sure. Sorry. I don't want any stowaway <laughs> pirate captains. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, it's kind of like one of those things where like we all help each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, I don't want any stowaway pirate captains and any 
planets of a certain. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understood oh, yeah. that reference. You what? I I understood that oh, reference. Uh, sorry. Thank you. And Gerald turns to you and he says, um, "These are some of the most talented people in Prathine, and they will do everything they can to help you on your mission." missions any questions before you set sail since i've never used a potion of feather falling before mm -hmm. just hypothetically if i take the potion and jump overboard if i grab other people you know it'd probably be would, okay would they weigh me down and bring me down faster or would i like send you would descend quicker but not as qu like still slowly but quicker than if you Okay. Didn't grab other yeah. Just making sure. Because, but, uh, like, the ASMR can fly, and the rest of the crew have feather falling potions as well. Okay. Just making sure, because there's no point in losing the crew if uh, it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. Do you have any questions about the ship? How does. uh, what, what, What's his name again? Wardo? Wardle? How do you spell that? Uh. W-A-R-D-E-L-L. -L. How do you fly the ship, man? With my paw claw things. <laughs> That's what's up. Give him a high five. And he really slowly high fives you back. <laughs> <laughs> and Gerald turns to you and he says, Don't worry about Wardo. He's one of the best captains we have. If you travel in a straight line with no turns. <laughs> Careful what you say about Wardell, man. But then again, airmail. So airmail. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I knew the envelope thing would be a little confusing, but you like you literally didn't have to say anything. <laughs> we would have been like, okay. <laughs> but now we all know what it's called. Yeah, airmail. That's the, the more you know. It's the more boat you know. Or airmail. That's my boat. Uh, Kylie, vote the it's one, two, three. The French, French poverty. poverty. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a reference to something. That was what our group was it's supposed to be called. It's our group name. Oh, in, in Haven. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'd get that out there. It doesn't have to be what we named. But I just thought it'd be funny to mention. I think it's funny, so it works. Okay. Like I said, welcome to the French poverty. Well, <laughs> <sighs> Not what I imagined, but okay. <laughs> the ship is not going He's to like, last what long. Is, what is French? What? What is the French? I know what poverty is, but <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. And Gerald says, "I'm really sorry. I have other things to do, but good luck. I'm proud of you guys, and I'm expecting results. Bye bye now." And he turns and walks away. And Wardle kind of. <laughs> Lifts up a paw claw and says, All right, all right, crew, let's get going. And they each kind of run up onto the boat. And he looks at you and he's like, You guys coming? And the librarian, whose name is Randall, kind of just waves and turns and walks the two of them up. This one, never mind. Okay. Funny plot twist. Though. Funny plot twist. The librarian doesn't speak common <laughs> seriously like he said he just walks away and i was like mm -hmm. funny plot twist but he might the librarian be a little speaks shy the librarian Aww. Speaks Aww. i'm gonna run after the librarian and start talking his ear off immediately H hello hello 
That's not. That's a little stitches. Just do, Zo- just do Zoidberg. Zoidberg? Hello. Hello. Hello, humans. Hello, humans. Uh. Welcome to my metaverse. <laughs> oh, no. Um, you all arrive on the ship. As you're standing on the dock, it begins to float into the air towards... I was going to say the sunset, but it, we already established that it was just morning like 30 <laughs> we, minutes ago. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, he speaks a little slowly, so maybe it is already. <laughs> I will say Wardell is a very fast captain. He uh, might be slow on land, but fast in the sky. <laughs> I run to the edge of the boat and look over as we lift up into the sky. And when we get about a hundred feet up, I spit. <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. Are we traveling by air now, and then we go underwater? Because maybe mer people. Are we doing? Oh, I know what we're doing. We're jumping out from super high, so that when we hit the water, we keep going down farther, like Minecraft physics. Maybe. Maybe. But yes, you are traveling by air, at the moment. I will let you know the ship is not suited for underwater travel. They don't um, wax their boards. This is, this is like an interesting vessel to be giving us for for the kind of travel that we're going to be doing. I don't know. I don't know what kind of travel you guys are going to be doing. Oh, I guess that's fair. Bro. I actually do know. <laughs> it's it's all be, up don't, here. Don't assume too much There's going to be like property. a big old enemy boat. And we're going <laughs> to deflate the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I just land right on top of them. Yeah. Um, Get some every time. (laughs) (laughs) That shadow's getting bigger. (laughs) Can we count that as a sneak attack? (laughs) The French poverty is the perfect mix of dwarven engineering and elven magic. Only achieved by the collaboration that Freytheen is known for. Short and squatty and (laughs) pointy-eared. And that's the session. Yay. I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) Da 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 da.